0: people people, yeah, people right everybody in the booth
1: can tell myself smqb this is episode 148 we are through what is this the divisional round is that what they call this one yeah so we had super wild card weekend and now we had what desperate divisional round uh, what, what is it
2: Wild uh, divisional
1: round. I don't know. Uh, very cold, drunk rainy divisional division round.
2: Just the best NFL weekend of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it probably is. I, I agree. Just non-stop um, great action. Well, high, Pope,
0: well, all the games were good. All the games were highly entertaining, except maybe. Yeah, they were
2: fun, um, except for the second half of the Texans. We'll talk about
0: yeah.
1: it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Pope, who are you bringing up on a bar school this week? I have an idea who it is, but go ahead. Well, Will hey, you invite you,
2: you kind of gave me the idea. Uh, you know, I actually had the dual screen going for the last four or five holes of the PGA uh, tournament yesterday at La Quinta. But for the first time since 1991, we have a PGA Tour winner who's an amateur, Nick Dunlap, from Crimson Tide of Alabama. And uh, I'd love, of course, the guy's 20 years old, so I was contemplating I maybe I have to get him an Duels officially, but I'd like
0: Bison had a drink with a 16 year old last week. So you're, I did.
2: That's right. Yeah. But he was, he's from the UK, whatever. (laughs) That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd love to uh, have a drink with him and talk about his prospects uh, as he looks into the future and uh, see if he might be interested in uh, uh, maybe hiring me as an agent.
1: (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps we could sponsor him. Sure. Why? That
2: would be awesome. SMQB golf bag. Yeah, we do that. How's who you
3: bring into the bar? Uh I'm going to try to keep up with Jason Kelsey at the bar now that he's no, retired. He Good
2: extra luck on time that. We've
0: seen we've seen how that ends. Yeah,
2: I think, House, you, I think can, you haven't been able to keep up with milk. I, I mean, think it's, it's going <laughs> to take it's going to take all four of us, or maybe even five of us, to keep up with him.
3: Oh my god! Just, just give me just give me one one shotgun beer with that guy. So much fun! All right, Rooster, what do you got?
0: I, I'm gonna have a drink with uh CJ Stroud's mom, who oh. sat there for the entire uh Ravens no, game praying praying. Every second of the game she was praying, and her son's offense scored exactly three points in the game. So I'm I'd be interested in knowing if she thinks God doesn't like her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hilarious, Holy sir. Right. It's- his plan is mysterious to all of us. I know. <laughs> you know that. Know. You know that. All I'm right, pretty well, sure his I plan doesn't
0: th- include the outcome of the Ravens-Texans game.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I am bringing to the bar one Scott Allen Norwood.
2: <laughs> oh, because God. Because I want to know. He's off the schneid. Scott oh, no. Like Never off the schneid. He, he can uh,
1: he could show his face now. He's back. No
3: one can even remember him, I think.
0: <laughs> He's living in Bill Buckner's basement.
3: Yeah, we actually know where he is. One of our one of our dutiful listeners, a uh, longtime listener, every every single episode, Mister Rob Jenner, a lawyer from Baltimore, Maryland, has actually represented Scott Norwood in a case. Oh, wow! And, and could tell you story. He can he can find Scott Norwood. Maybe we'll get him. Maybe we'll get yeah. him on the pod to find out if he's well, off the Schneid.
1: I did do a little background search on him. And what I do know is that he he left after he left Buffalo. He came, I guess he's from Northern Virginia region uh, originally. Um, he went to Thomas Jefferson High School here and played football uh, and soccer at James Madison. But after he after his NFL career, he came back to Northern Virginia and really went off the grid for several years. And, and then at some point he was an insurance salesman. And he finally went back to Buffalo as a real estate agent in 2002. So hopefully um, that's that's his biggest update I could find on him. Um hopefully he was accepted back into the community. Uh but that's who I'm pulling. I haven't pulled up the bars. So all right, let's get into it. Um we got football, football, and football today to talk about. So Rooster, where are we? Tell us what we what you saw, what happened. Let's jump right into it.
0: What I saw was highly entertaining games and great stories. But in the end, the best teams came out on top this, this weekend. I mean, Baltimore is clearly the cream of the crop and better than Houston. It was fun to watch Houston get to where they got to in this playoffs. But Baltimore's by far and away the better team. Um, the same thing with Green Bay. Green Bay easily could have won that game. Jordan Love made a really stupid play at the end of the game. You know, chalk it up to it's his first full season. Um, but he had them in that game and made a made a critical mistake instead of just throwing the ball out of bounds or or down at somebody's feet. He forces a errant shot over the middle that gets picked off and ends the game and he had, you know, it was only second down.
2: Not yeah. not an excuse, but you know, that was not a very long field goal should have made the field goal, wouldn't have been in that yeah, situation true, pressing quite as much. True. I mean, that was, but, but like I say, i been goal.
0: what I said about the Eagles on their 10 game streak early in the year. Good teams find a way to win, they and they were a lot of ugly wins, but good teams find a way to win, and that's what the Niners did. And look, Christian McCaffrey is just the man. I mean, that was a hell yeah. of a run to ice that game. Um, Kansas City-Buffalo, you had two fairly evenly matched teams. But in the end, the better team won because Kansas City didn't make any real glaring errors. The Bills had control of the entire first half and had a four-point lead to show for it at best. Um, they they boneheaded. I, I think McDermott is not a great coach, honestly. I'm, I'm not high on McDermott. Boneheaded play calling. They had they're running the ball down the Chiefs' throats, and the Chiefs made an adjustment at halftime. In the in the second half, the Bills scored seven points. Well, you got to make a counter adjustment on offense. And if if you noticed when the game started to peter out for the Bills, it was because on first and second down, they were running like this delayed run instead of running the ball downhill right at them. They would uh, Allen would go back. Give the ball to the receiver who would stand still for a minute. To, it was almost like they were running the, own, the old zone run game that the Broncos used to run. Well, at this point, the Chiefs are blitzing on every down and they're getting stoned on every run. Go away from that, man. Start throwing the ball more.
2: So I want, I want to
1: different. I want to interject the question here based on on your comments about McDermott. Is this a landing spot for one Bill Belichick?
0: Bill Belichick. It would no, be it would no. be a hell of a landing spot because he knows that division like the back of his hand.
1: He's got his quarterback.
0: Yep. Why it's would cold. they get rid of McDermott? He's, well.
3: He can't beat the Chiefs.
0: Can't beat the Chiefs, and and re- honestly, the the some of the play calling was terrible. I just I just didn't like it.
3: McDermott, in my view, oh, he's he's a decent coach. He's not the reason they lost that game. They lost that game. Because the Bills do not have a single reliable wide receiver. And and I mean, not one, because Stefan Diggs has fallen off a cliff and is a disappearing act. He dropped a major bomb. Yeah, in that was that a game.
0: hell of
2: a oh, throw. Incredible
3: goodness. throw. Ooh, how and, far did he throw that? It, ball. it was, it it was 80 right yards. Through, he threw it went it. right
2: through 80. his hands.
3: And to Rooster's point, the, the reason they were able to scheme the defense in the second half is they knew. We don't really have a lot of problems with the Bills' wide receivers. We basically just have to lock down J- Josh Allen.
0: Gabe, the, the D- running, Gabe Davis was out, of the, was out of the game.
3: Gabe Davis was out of the game. Diggs either just doesn't run routes anymore, doesn't get open. I don't know what. The, they had basically neutralized Kincaid and Knox. They were nothing. So it was really stop Josh Allen, which is what they did.
0: Yeah, and Josh – I don't think well, Josh Allen gets any of the blame for that loss.
2: No, no, it's not stop, this time. Stop
0: up that up the team line on and stop, back. stop Cook. Um but but stop did, the run you game. You know, do you know that Diggs, all all digs takes away from that game is he's angry at Josh Allen for missing him on that one touchdown?
3: Oh, he's ridiculous. They need to get he's rid a, of him.
0: He's an angry yeah,
3: he might not be on that team
0: guy. He's uh, a bad he's bad in the locker room, I'm sure. Is, um, is but on, being, on the,
1: you, you, go ahead, Mr. go ahead.
0: No, no, you go, you go.
1: Well, I was just gonna ask, I mean, kind of joking, but not really now, is being the kicker for Buffalo. The worst job in sports oh, at this point? I funny. mean, is there – whoever is the next kicker to come in there, if you're in the playoffs, I mean, what what kind of pressure – name a worse job. Name a worse job to have in sports. And we just went through the guy who has to follow Nick Saban as the head coach of Alabama. Yeah. I think the kicker at Buffalo is worse.
0: And Tyler Bass, yeah. if you look at his statistics over the last five years, is probably – one of the top five kickers in the NFL, but his career in Buffalo is probably in jeopardy. And by the uh, way, look at the look at a a, vi- a video of that kick. The flags on that flag on the goalposts are not moving. That was not a wind blown miss. No, he just missed. He it. pushed that thing right from the get go.
3: Pushed it. I think that Bass. Yes, can be blamed, and I don't know really what the play calls were. A little bit of the blame does go to Josh Allen on both the second down and the third down. He went for the home run. He went for the end zone on both plays. He had open routes underneath. Second down was wide open. Yeah, Diggs was
2: wide open underneath he, route. The yeah. only thing that prevented that from being a winning touchdown was he got hit right as he was throwing the ball. That's why it was five yards right. short. Right. He didn't just yeah. short arm it.
0: Yeah, and plus Diggs has been dropping stuff all day. Hey, so on the other hand, though, how about um, Mahomes? The guy's not even thirty years old, and he may be going to his fourth Super Bowl. That's pretty six, impressive. For
2: six every, years, AFC six championship,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: And by the it's
1: way, do you, do you know that was his first away playoff game?
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: He had played sixteen him. games before it was his first away game. That's insane.
3: That fueled him. He said it in the comments after the game. That fueled him, the doubt that people had in him that he could win an away game. I Mm -hmm. thought he played great. I was waiting for one of these bonehead turnovers that both of those quarterbacks are capable of making. But you know what? Both those guys, they protected the ball. And, you know, they missed a couple throws, missed a couple things. But it was not turnovers from either Mahomes or Allen that decided that
2: game. Yeah, there were zero interceptions in that game. What what the hell was Andy Reid thinking, trying a trick, you know, Play to Merriman, uh, Hardiman, whatever. Hardiman, Michael Hardeman. Or, Hardeman. On, on second down. What the hell? It was first down, I think. No, though. no, first was... goal. That's right. Just take Pacheco. Here, He's running.
0: Well, here's a rule of thumb for Andy Reid. Never, ever give the ball in a crucial situation to Kadarius K- Tony or Nicole Hardiman, period.
1: Well, we could. And by the way, I mean, House, you raised it in the Detroit game, right? Uh, why, 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 oh my God. when you have one yard to go for goal in the NFL, are you not running the ball every time? I mean, you can't get a yard. It's it's what what's wrong with these coaches? I mean, uh, Detroit had to go for it on fourth and goal because they threw it three times before that, right? Yep. Now they ended up scoring, but it's like, well, why didn't you do that on first down? You know? Yeah. Just what's wrong with these guys? Why well, are they Vita, over? Vita the Vita may
0: have something to do with that, or whatever his name is.
1: Well, I mean, you can run, you should be able to run the ball and advance it, even in a goal line situation, right?
0: Yeah. So the Bucks are know. another the awesome story this season. They should never have been in the playoffs, but again, the the Lions are a much better team from from head to toe. are we keep talking about how we were so wrong about Dan Campbell. How about their GM? That yeah, that was, has, my, that, that that was guy, my lasso last week. Dan Holmes? Brad Holmes. Is it Brad Holmes?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Brad Holmes. That guy's hit a home run on close to 10 draft picks in the last several years. I mean, think about the draft. Laporta is, is one of the best tight ends in football in his rookie year. Jameer, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is awesome. Hutchinson is having great games.
2: Jameson but, Williams will be.
0: Their Jamison Williams is a good pick. Their linebacker, their safety. I mean, their pick... Oh, how about Panay Sewell? Yeah. He may be yeah. the best right tackle in football. Well,
1: that, he was He was sort of a given, though, when he was picked, right? I mean, I can't remember who went before him, but he was like... He, he was he was kind of a no-brainer pick. But I, I want to back up to something you said uh, about the box. Because mostly I want to do this because Milk isn't here to defend him, and I want him to, to listen... And get and get a little angry as right right about now in the podcast while he's listening. Mm-hmm. But you said the Bucks were a great story. Were they? I mean, they were what nine wins to win the, the, the shitty division uh that they, they're in? they only
2: won because their strength of victory was uh that was higher than uh oh who who the what they were nine and eight. I'm sorry. They were yeah. nine and eight. Who, who the the Falcons were eight and nine. They lost. Yeah.
1: So so they squeak in that way, and then and, and House. No offense. I think you would agree with me, but they get a wounded, uh, a lame, garbage lame team. bird, garbage team. Garbage. Uh, you said garbage, but I, but at least wounded and and you know kind of a lame duck team in the first round at home. No, I, were they? It was fun. Look, think about think fun. about the
0: beginning of this year. They had. They had no running back that anyone would want on their team. And they had a quarterback who was discarded by the Panthers, whose career was pretty much over in the eyes of most people in the NFL. And, and you know, their, their offensive line was in a shambles. Their defense wasn't as good as it once was. Who was that linebacker from Michigan that was such a stud at last time they were good? Doesn't even start for them anymore. I mean, they were white, white. Yeah, we we they could have easily come in third place in their division the way they started this season, and they really pulled it together under behind Baker. I mean, Baker Mayfield uh, should get that job again next year. I think he deserves it. Is that
1: was he my under contract? contract?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
3: That let's assume he's not for a moment. Would you would you as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where they are relative to the division, everything else, uh, would you keep Baker as your quarterback? Would you keep Bowles as your coach? Yes and
0: yes. Yes and no.
3: You wouldn't keep Bowles, huh?
0: I don't think so. Not as a head coach. Maybe So
1: after after everything you just said, I know. Right? Having no How far they came. Have, <laughs> No, i I'm, I'm,
0: I'm giving all the credit to Baker.
3: Okay. I'm to
2: bake. but I I, I would draft. I think a, milk.
3: I think milk on here would say no and no.
2: I would draft a stud offense. No, I don't lineman. know. He might have come around on Baker.
3: Really, I. Well, I milk, you'll have to tell us in the mailbag.
2: Well, i draft does,
0: a stud offensive lineman and try to get some running backs in the second or third round.
1: Does Does milk really watch any of the games?
0: No, I, I think he's too I, hammered on, on white point. claws.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> his wife opens a white claw in the kitchen and he passes out on the couch right. Such yeah. <laughs> a lightweight.
2: Just to wake him up when it's over. Yeah. Hey, well, you have you have 75 texts. You might want to respond.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you guys uh I presume we're all presume we're all on the same page that it will be a San Fran and Baltimore or are you some are you going with uh the Chiefs?
2: Oh, how do you go against the chiefs
0: i picked the uh, chiefs to go to the super bowl early this year of course i also picked the giants um
2: you can still be one i don't know two it's two. hard to
0: pick <laughs> against the chiefs but the but baltimore looks awfully good
2: i
1: i think it's i think it's detroit and kansas city
3: oh my god how you awesome would detroit that be you think detroit wins in san francisco
2: i do oh well, we haven't talked about debo yet He's
3: issues. Out. Maybe I'm too far ahead of myself with all this stuff. But I think if defense wins championships, I think especially they they really showed in the second half of that game against the Texans. What kind of swarming, just suffocating, incredible defense. I think as much has been said about the 49ers defense, I think the Ravens have the better defense between those two teams. I do think it's going to come down to those two. And I think the Ravens defense is going to pull it off this year.
1: House, house. Eighty percent of this football season, you
3: said, I don't trust Lamar. I don't with a team. I don't. I don't trust They'll Lamar. Don't? I don't. I trust their defense so a
2: lot. So if and it's a close their, game and and Lamar has the ball in his hands, you don't trust him in a close game. No, you need to pull it out.
0: Okay. By so the they same, need a, they need a big same, lead. It's under the same line of reasoning. At this point in the season, I trust Goff with, in a playoff game more than I trust Brock Purdy.
1: There you go. I mean, Toby, again, Brock Purdy, trash, trash, trash.
3: He's, just, he's
2: okay. He's okay. I he mean, did enough to get him to this game on that drive. He did enough.
3: He did. I think CMC did the most, but I don't know. So what is Debo's D- 50-50?
2: Fifty-fifty. Doesn't have a fractured shoulder, but uh, according to he's in a lot of pain still, so they don't have any idea.
1: All okay. right. So the lines. So the line in is Casey's getting three and a half right now. Yep. Um, and the Niners are are giving seven.
0: It's about right. Yeah,
3: I think that they're about right. I mean, seven's a little strong. A little strong, but particularly with Debo out. Maybe the line's telling us about Debo playing, but I don't know. I, you know, I think, I think the Niners win by four or five points. I think the Ravens win. I think um, the, you obviously have to key in on Kelsey. I don't, I, for the life of me, I cannot figure out why Buffalo didn't give more attention to Kelsey because the rest of the receivers are, we've been talking about all season long on Kansas city. Meh drop a lot of passes, unreliable. Um, if they shut down Kelsey, I just think their defense is too strong. Well, right? And that's a good matchup. Up for,
1: that's a good matchup though for Baltimore. Right.
3: Because, yeah. Because
1: uh, what's the safety Hamilton? Yeah. So, I mean, that they can, they, they, they ought to be able to, to match up pretty well with Kelsey. And then you know, you got these guys who can't really catch all those kids. Pepper this guy Rice. Rice has come on. on. Yeah.
3: Rice yeah. is coming on. That's true. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. Mahomes has two losses in the playoffs. Both of them. Tom Brady. So. Yeah. Know, is that right? Somebody said like... that yesterday.
1: But didn't Joe Burrow beat him in the AFC championship game to go to to go to go the Super Bowl? He must I, heard, have. I heard that on the broadcast yesterday. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah.
0: I remember watching that game. With um, Brian, we were watching that game down in Miami. Miami,
1: I, I heard that. I mean, I heard that on the broadcast yesterday too. But I yeah, thought that was the famous, all the was the famous
0: stuff? 13 second comeback against the Bills. And they, so the, the Mahomes beat the Bills late in the game, and then next game was against the Bengals.
1: Yeah, there was a year where I mean, where the Bengals were in the Super Bowl for sure. So, yeah. um, and I don't recall Brady. Playing quarterback for Cincinnati. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I mean, I, it's same same point taken, though, right? I mean, do you bet against? Do you bet against Mahomes?
2: I I think it's set up to be a great game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they're both going to be great games. Yeah, I think Dan Campbell for all the all the you know teasing we did. About biting kneecaps and stuff, he's he's created a team of kneecap fighters, and they're all out there. You know, they're tough, man. They that's a tough team.
2: I mean, they're not playing with house money because they want to go to the Super Bowl, but they're gonna they're gonna pull out all the stops. I think San Francisco is they got to be ready for all kinds of stuff going from uh, from Detroit in this game.
3: I read a great thing about Dan Campbell. I think it's true that he never had any kind of coordinator position. Uh, I mean, obviously he's an NFL or he might have been an assistant, obviously along the way, but he had no pedigree to get this job other than the fact of his connection to the Lions. But what sets him apart are his kind of leadership and management skills and getting the troops, you know, ready to fight a war with you. And that he has clearly done. He he has this team really believing that is a team. Uh, yeah, on offense and defense. I mean, Jared Goff, you know, he shouldn't be where he is right now. But they're playing as a team. They're giving him the right setup. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown is now probably a top. I don't know. He's top ten for sure. Maybe even yep. top five receiver. Yeah. And you know, they got a top tight end. So he's doing what he needs to do and I, I it's shocking that they're there it's shocking to me how, how when was the t- Owens 17 season was it 17 2017 18 i mean I they, had
2: a, they had a yeah, zero I win season
3: not I mean, that this, long ago this, this is the this is like
1: the ultimate rocky scenario too right i mean this is detroit i mean Blue-collar, grimy, kneecap fighters teams. versus, yeah, versus the Niners in, in you know, where do they play in, uh, in, uh, where they move that stadium? It's not even in San Francisco. Santa Clara. Anymore. Santa, Santa Clara. Clara. It's the, you know, this is, I mean, this is the blue-collar versus the white-collar. Uh, sorry, Sangs, but, I mean, this this is, you know, this is like, Grit versus Silicon Valley. It's a, it's a right, good. Spe- it's a good
3: story. Speaking of Dan Campbell, rank, rank the f- four remaining coaches: Kyle Shanahan, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, Dan Campbell. One, two, three, four. What's your? What's your? Who's the best coach?
2: Reid, Harbaugh,
3: or- Shanahan. Reid,
2: Harbaugh, Shanahan, Campbell. I agree with that. Wow. I'd put. You Shanahan have Harbaugh above one. Shanahan. I'd Maybe put not. Shanahan number one. Except wow. Harbaugh's
3: got a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, well, just, say, I'm Harbaugh. just talking
0: about right now. Like, who would I want running my team today? I'd take Shanahan. In terms of accomplishments, uh, Reed number one. And you know Harbaugh hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah, he has, won he's one. Got one. I was actually there. He won one Super Bowl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah, he did. It's hard to deny now what Reed has accomplished. So I go Reed, Shanahan, Harbaugh, Campbell.
2: All right. What are the predictions? You you got the Niners and uh, and Ravens? Yeah, Niners, Ravens for me.
1: I'm doing it. I'm going Chiefs, Lions. That's crazy. Because somebody's got to.
2: (laughs) That's crazy. I got Niners, Chiefs.
0: I yeah I think I think Niners Chiefs.
1: Good. So with, wow, with three of us, with three of, the us with three of us putting the Chiefs in, can we talk about the most important part of this now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, Taylor yeah. Swift at the Super Bowl. My God, is there any way? How do they work that into the line? By the way, uh, the idea of having Taylor at the Super Bowl.
3: I mean, the
1: who's who's, who's singing
2: game? at halftime?
3: Usher. 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 Uh, sure.
1: Usher. Uh,
2: sure. Uh, she could come out
3: for a little. Absolutely, she could.
1: <laughs> but but I mean, what officiating crew? I mean, don't you think they're getting the message? Listen, guys, <laughs> Baltimore is a good story and all. But I got to tell you, it's a lot more interesting to the rest of the country if Taylor's in a box. At
2: the and, Bowl. Now, and now she's bringing her future bro in law, Jason, Beerchug, and Kelsey with her.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's just too good. It's too good. You gotta weigh that into the points. Come on, Vegas. You know what's going on. Watch watch the money flip. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else? Nope. Anything else on football?
2: Let the games play.
1: All right. Hey, who's got a punch? Don't call it a comeback.
2: I
0: have I have a couple or two. Good.
1: Oh, Three. good. Wow. wow.
0: The first up. the first my first punch involves have you heard this terrible story about Jim Palmer and his wife getting ripped off? No, no. Uh, So so Jim, at first I was going to turn this into a joke about Jim Palmer's hair because the man is 78 years old and he still has the hair of a 30 year old. Um, But the guy he hired or befriended as his hairstylist has defrauded the family of like a million bucks. And he did it by weaseling in and befriending Palmer's autistic son. Oh, jeez! Yeah. Can you, be, can you believe that? So anyway, he, uh, he befriends the son and is to the point where they appoint this guy guardian of the autistic son. Because Jim's 78, and even though his wife's 20 years younger, she's got all these markers for early dementia. So they're all worried about who's going to take care of our son when we're gone. This guy convinces them that he's the man, and they they set him up as the guardian. And then he comes to them and says, "You know, I have this great idea for a for a beauty for beauty product lines, et cetera. I just need a loan to get myself going." And they loan him a bunch of money, and he never does anything. And finally, comes back to them and wants more money, and they finally say, "Hey, I think you need to take this somewhere else." And the guy disappears. The whole thing was a ruse. He didn't give a damn about the son and took a million bucks off of them, which they can afford. They live in um, West Palm in Florida and some nice place in California. So when you're listening to Jim Palmer doing the color uh, for the Orioles game, just know that as soon as that game's over, he's hightailing it the hell out of there to one of his mansions. But what kind of a piece of crap does this and weasels in with an autistic kid like that? And so they're, they've sued him. They can't find him anywhere. He's disappeared. His name is Warren Michael Holmes. He's a British hairstylist. And uh, he's disappeared on them and just needs to be found and punched.
2: All right, yeah. listeners, you've got a job. Find this we guy. Find one, Warren Michael Holmes. Wow. We'll get second, you on. If you find him, we'll get you on the pod.
0: My second punch, and I hate to do this because... I felt badly for the Bills ever since the Giants knocked them out of the Super Bowl a long time ago. And I really, I mean, their fans are awesome. They deserve a Super Bowl. But Jesus, after that freezing cold game, the Bills lost, and and the poor sports that they are, they turned off the hot water in Kansas City's oh, locker room. I saw that. These guys had to take cold showers. <laughs> and then the fans decided, well, we, we'll hold my beer we can be even pettier, and they have been putting up death threats and everything on tyler bass's social media so he took it down and the fans were like well that's that's too bad we're going to create a new tyler bass social media presence and just created all these tyler bass sites so they could continue to send him death death threats come on throw the fuck up it's just the guy stood up and took it like a man, answered all the questions after the game, said he messed up, give him a break.
2: Well, and I really appreciated how Josh Allen went over to him immediately and, and you know, talked to him and consoled him and hugged him and, you know, made sure he understood he was still part of the team, et cetera, so.
3: I to mention the, the Mahomes, after the game was over, found some little young kid wearing a Chiefs-Mahomes jersey, wanted to run over and give the kid something or at least say hi to him. He never could make it to the kid because they were too busy pelting Mahomes with snowballs.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> the page right out of the Philly playbook yeah, right there. Not no, anymore.
2: At least they didn't have batteries in them.
3: We're classy. We're classy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Was
2: Dude, there one that's more? That's problem.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he lost your head, Tal. <laughs> Rooster,
1: uh, you got one more? It?
0: That was, was, a, was two those punches.
1: All right. Anyone else got a punch? I'm going to throw a little punch. Hey, listen. If you want to troll us on <laughs> YouTube or Twitter and tell us we suck, you go right ahead. Okay? You go right ahead. But when we then invite you for positive feedback and tell us, hey, let us know what we can do better. We're happy to learn. We're trying to get better at this. And you disappear into internet oblivion, yeah, you got a punchable face, motherfucker. You know who you are. Troll. Bitch.
0: Coming
3: for you,
1: Brad.
0: Wow. (laughs) That's right. That's right.
3: All right. How about a (laughs) lasso? Who's got a lasso? I'm going to leave it there.
2: (laughs) Barbecue you, (laughs) Sauce.
3: After that very ugly moment, let me follow up with just a short little. Feel good story. I don't know if you guys heard the story about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, this guy's—he's 24 years old. He's won a couple of Super Bowls. He's a first-round draft pick from LSU for for Kansas City. He's had a decent career. Uh, we all know that the running back lifespan is very short in the NFL. So at 24 years old, Clyde Edwards Hilaire who has a sister with muscular dystrophy and a mom who's already a nurse, has decided, why not get a head start on my future? And he's now taking classes in nursing school. And he basically said, like, after he's done practice and watching film and stuff like that, like, what else are you going to do with your time? He's like, we have really nothing to do. So I might as well use my time and and do something with for my future and get a head start on it now. Good for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I love yeah. these guys that decide that they're going to go ahead and – you know, just not rest on their millions that they made in the NFL and do something productive. And I think that's just a, a cool story when uh, an NFL player gets ready to become an ordinary Joe later on in life. I think it's that's
2: great. Yeah, you mean kind of like the would. the guy behind you getting ready to become an ordinary. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Beer Jason taster, <laughs> be very professional yeah. beer taster.
3: <laughs>
1: very. Well, ordinary I, yeah, <laughs> I've got a little lasso too. I want to throw out there, uh, and and I want to uh, congratulate Tara and Vanderveer who is the women's yeah. basketball coach at Stanford and yep. uh, I guess over the weekend or or maybe it was just yesterday I guess um she became the winningest head coach in college basketball history women's or men passing wow. by Mike Šuški And <laughs> uh she yeah. No there was, was a guy at right Mount Saint
0: Mary's named Bob Phelan, who was the There was wins wins <laughs> Leader in all of basketball. Wow!
1: Yeah, but Shashovsky passed him, and now uh, Vanderveer has passed Shashovsky, and that's why it's really a lasso. That's awesome! Uh, is because anytime Shashovsky loses a record, <laughs> it's got to oh be God, a good story. That's but, a lasso you know,
2: but, for me for sure.
1: But you know she's got she's got. I mean, listen to this: she has three Division One championships, thirteen Final Fours, fourteen Pac-12 uh, tournament championships. Uh, four Big Ten regular season championships, five-time national coach of the year, 10-time Pac-10, Pac-12 coach of the year. Uh, She was the uh, two-time Big Ten coach of the year. She was the gold medal Olympic coach in the 1996 uh, games, and just on and on and on, coaching at places like Idaho, Ohio State, and Stanford. Um, and what an accomplishment she is! Uh, she's got so many coaches who have gone on to be head coaches from her team and her tree. And uh, congratulations to Tara Vanderbeek on becoming the winningest NCAA basketball coach of all time. Buzzer beaters, who's got one? Real,
2: quick. I got one. You go first. It looks like uh, it looks like. Alabama has maybe turned the tide on the transfer portal. They are now getting some commitments from, from Washington Huskies uh, team that, that DeBoer left. So, um, and it looks like they're going to get a couple guys that put their name in the portal, but they're going to come back home. So uh, maybe. Uh, I'm maybe sorry. The, I'm uh, sorry.
1: Pope, did you not get the message? Did you not get the message? Nobody gives a shit about
3: Alabama football anymore. Right. Save his God. <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> hey, we'll see.
3: Yeah. Else? i think i think they got a tough road ahead albert a tough road oh, relative no to doubt. where they were no, where no they question. were before yeah no
2: question
3: uh well i'm gonna stay uh with the homer theme as well and give a shout out to the tulane men's basketball team for taking down number 10 memphis for their first win against a top 25 team in a very 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 long time they had won the Longest streaks in the entire nation without beating a top 25 team, and they did it at home with the kids there, uh, my kids there. It was just great. Um, shout out. Roll wave.
2: Listen, I'm, I'm awesome. here to bust. I love that.
1: I'm, I'm here to, to crap on your good stories, guys, and I just want you to know you don't storm the F in court for beating the number 10 team in the country. Save no, that I shit do. for number one. Bullshit. Save that shit for number one.
2: Oh, oh, no Big, Big good no, moment, moment in, in their second. program.
1: Hold on it's a not second. even hold a rival. A Let me Big just moment in
2: their
3: program when yeah. Georgetown, who has sucked ass for the last three, five, ten years, He's beats grinning. like number seven, Go on. Go on. number seven Marquette this year at home. They don't storm the court. No, God, no. Oh, you're
1: crazy. No, we're we're going to no, hold you to that. They're right we're back to the library. That. They're <laughs> right back to the library. Their internships on Capitol Hill. <laughs> yeah <Ay, ay, ay. laughs> yeah All right, anybody got anything else? Seems like a perfect place to
0: stop. UConn's still number one, baby. That that, and I would like to know from you, Bison, how is it possible that the reigning National League Cy Young winner has exactly one offer in free agency from the Yankees?
1: I, got me. I, I, I don't understand. What's going on? I don't know. What is going on?
0: Left-hand pitchers are not in... Demand anymore?
1: Uh, and yeah, yeah, I don't know. Can anybody explain that? That's a good question. I I, I don't.
2: I don't get it. Hope right. anything, we'll, anybody. We'll look into it. We'll have an answer for you next pod. Yeah, I mean it's it's really stunning. It's crazy All right. Good show, guys. You know what you